Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast, my first season. My name is Greg, and we have a special guest today. I was going to say <laughs> we have never worked before or met before, but during the pre-interview, we found out we both attended the same village, the same season at the same time and don't remember each other. But anyway, her first season was in 1997 in Sandpiper. In the month of May, she was a nurse. She is a nurse. And according to Facebook, we have 49 mutual friends. She worked for Club Med right up until the pandemic, actually, doing you know the odd job here and there with Club Med. She is from, you're from Connecticut, right? Correct. Yes, yes from Connecticut and beautiful USA. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, everyone, please help me welcome Kendra. Hey, Kendra, how are you? Hey, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for coming on. And uh, yeah, well, boy, apologies. I don't know. Okay, we're going we're gonna to get into the Columbus Health <laughs> thing later because <laughs> I'm still racking my brain. Yikes. Spent two and a half years there, so we were definitely there at the same time and know the same people. Okay, guess if you know a little bit how the format works, I'm going to ask you to take us back in time to really what you were doing. But kind of, now I have an interesting question because you we already know you're a nurse. So how old were you when you decided or... You knew you wanted to be a nurse. Let's start there. Oh, I knew I wanted to be a nurse from the time I was little. My aunt was a nurse in school and I used to go visit her in college. And I was like, oh, this is really nice. I really want to do this. And so I never had to think what I wanted to be when I would grow up. I just knew I wanted to be a nurse. So I just, I was lucky in that sense. Okay. Now, how is, I believe my, my niece is in a nursing program here in Canada. So I'm curious, what's it like uh, for schooling? Like, um, what do you need to be a nurse in the States? Do you have to have a bachelor's degree? A bachelor's degree, yes. So okay. four years school, and then you, you know, start up in the hospital, and you're oriented there, and you find your specialty, and you kind of grow from there. And where did you go to school? I went to school in Massachusetts, Becker College. Okay, all right. So your and your your undergraduate degree is actually uh, in nursing, and then you start doing stages, I guess, at hospitals. You do. So my undergrad, yes, is nursing, and then I actually was really lucky. The time I graduated from nursing school, there was this uh, huge nursing shortage. So I just went to the first hospital, and I really wanted to be a midwife. So I wanted to work in labor and delivery. And the entire time in school, they said to me, oh, no, 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 you have to do two years in med surge. You'll never get a job right away. And I went to the hospital right near my parents' home and I interviewed and they're like, yo, you want to work labor delivery postpartum? And I said, yes. They're like, okay, when can you start? I'm like, well, I graduate in May. They're like, can you come June 1st? I was like, absolutely. And then I was like, ha ha, to the school. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what the irony is? The school was right. I only lasted there for like a year and a half and I decided I want to go to medicine. So I guess they were right in the that, long run. That you wanted to go to medicine. Yes. Okay. So, so something, I'm guessing something happened along the way from the time that you worked yeah, in, as a labor nurse. And so how did the idea or who told you about Club Med? Like, or what, what were you doing right before Club Med? Were you working as a nurse or were you? I was working studying? as a nurse. I was working as an ICU nurse. So I I transitioned. We had had an emergency in labor and delivery. And I saw the way the nurses that came from the ICUs to help during this emergency. And I couldn't believe the skills they had. And I said to myself, I'm going to, I want to work there where I could really save a life. So that's when I decided to switch to the ICU. So I've been in the ICU for quite a while and I had a friend and we decided to go to Club Med on our first vacation. You know, I'd always seen it like on TV. Wait, can, I, can I back you up again? Because sure. you just said something very interesting. Uh, sure. So what's the, can you describe if possible the adrenaline rush or the pressure as an ICU nurse? Is I enjoy there, it. Is, I is there anything it. like, is there anything like it? You never know what's going to happen. And one day, like all of a sudden you're, you know, talking to 
someone, they're doing okay, all of a sudden they don't start to look good. And as a nurse in the ICU, you have to jump on it and figure out what's going on. And we're there. Like we, we do CPR all the time. Like, I'm like, when people say, oh, you'll never use CPR. I'm like, oh, I do it probably maybe twice a week sometimes. Okay. I have a <laughs> question. An amazing about, feeling. About amazing C- feeling. Okay. Okay. I have a question about CPR because uh, you know, I, I work at a university, so we have to do it all the time. But why does CPR change every six months to a year? Like my, my fear is I'm going to forget what's the current, you know, uh, you know, staying alive, staying alive. Like, you know, so are we not um, compressing on the chest anymore? Like, well, I what? think, no, we, we still are compressing on the chest. I think they just tried to simplify it. Okay. We, like studies have found that when you do mouth to mouth, you know, there's all, of course, all the issues now too yes. with um, body fluid exchange and it freaks a lot of people out. So they don't want people to be exposed to other diseases. So that's where they tend to get away from the mouth to mouth and just compressions. But we've done so many studies that show like deep, fast compressions are what saves lives. So that's why they keep on changing it and trying to make it very easy for the lay person to do CPR successfully. So I think that's why we just keep on catering to what works and how can we make this easy so people can do it in an emergency. You and our girlfriend, you said, went to a club bed on vacation? So I was not, you know, I worked with this girl that we became, you know, very good friends. And I kept on seeing like club med advertised all the time. And it was like that time they were advertising was like a girl on the beach with like this beautiful background. And I'm like, I want to go there. So we went there on vacation. It was like the day after Thanksgiving, we went to Turks and Caicos and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. We had, and this was way back early nineties. So when, oh, wait know. a minute. So don't tell me we met again. Was this summer of 94? <laughs> Cause that was my first season. When did you recall what year? Oh it was probably like in the night, we went the day after Thanksgiving. Well, if you started in 97, how long? I started, so it could have been 94. Oh God, we met been. again. I have to go through this. So probably, I probably have a thousand. So embarrassing. Okay. Photos from that vacation. So <laughs> okay. maybe you're one of them. Yeah, I'd like I know Bruce was there. I can't remember Bruce's last name, but Bruce was um, lived in Connecticut for a while. I, I remember I have photos of Bruce from that vacation. Bruce, Bruce was a geo? Yes. What kind of geo? Uh, he did the picnic. Okay. So, so okay. If you wasn't the same time. Okay. So okay. <laughs> bullet dodged. Okay. All right. So, so I then guess. We had so much fun that well, we yeah. had to go to another club med. And did you? We did. So then we can't, and I couldn't wait to come back and go to another club med vacation. So we went to Cancun and this is where, this is how the geo story starts. Okay. So we were snorkeling. We met these people at lunch and the guy had said to me, take some rolls because we're going to go snorkeling and you want to attract all the fish. So I said, okay. And I had like this kind of sparkly bathing suit on. So we went over to the snorkel area in Cancun and I'm a, a pretty good swimmer, but we were out there snorkeling and you know how you have to kind of in Cancun go in between the rocks and stuff, swim in between. All of a sudden, I feel this terrible pain and I just see blood everywhere. And I was, I, I like panicked. I all of a sudden I couldn't swim. And I was yelling for help. And you know, the geo that was on the on land, he's like jumping in the water. And my friends are like, What's the matter? I'm like, I've been attacked. And I have this horrible pain in my leg and just blood everywhere. And finally, like I got my act together and they were getting towards me and they helped me get to the beach and I had gotten bitten by something. It was a barracuda, I'm guessing. You said sparkly bathing suit and right away I, I thought, oh, I know where this story is going. Uh, shiny yeah, jewelry so, banging. That's that's what they're attracted to. They didn't mean to bite you, but I'm probably sure that's what it was. <laughs> at that time, I'm thinking shark. When you oh, see oh, okay. like blood <laughs> yeah. all in, when you see blood in the water, you're thinking like you've just been attacked by a shark. So I get onto the beach. He, the, 
it had actually like opened my cut through my bathing suit with the teeth and I had this big gouge. And so the, this is what this is why I was a geo. So the geo said to me, we're going to have to go to the nurse. I'm like the nurse, you have a nurse here. He's like, yeah, so I'm going to walk you over to the infirmary. And she wasn't there. They had to page her. And there was a doctor there as well that came. And I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, they need nurses at Club Med. <laughs> and then I was asking her about her job and she had worked in the emergency room. But at that time I hadn't worked in an emergency room. And she said, they look for emergency ICU nurses. So they're well-rounded. And I was like, this, this is what I'm going to do when I go home. So I ended up with like getting 10 stitches, a tetanus shot, and uh, the idea to go work for Club Med. So that's what I did. I came home and I decided to take an EMT class. So I would have like skills for like, you know, hands-on skills outside hospitals. And then I put my application in for Club Med and they called me in for an interview. And where was your interview? Um, in New York, uh, New York, like at the Silk Hotel, hotel I went, yes. Now was it the kind of interview where they make you do crazy signs or tell jokes on stage or just a one-on-one -on -one talking interview? So no, it was a large interview. So it was probably maybe like 70 of us. And they sat us at little tables and I was not prepared. Like they didn't say that I was going to need to have a talent that day. And I was like, geez, I, I don't know what kind of talents I have. I'm like, I'm a nurse going to Club Med. So they had this bowl of mints on the table. So for my talent, I... <laughs> You ate all the bowl. Decided, you ate the whole bowl. <laughs> I did. I did. I put all of them in my mouth. It was a contest to see how many I could fit in there. And I wait, put the whole bowl in my wait, mouth. Wait, 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 wait. I was making a joke. Is this, you actually did this? I did. Okay. Right. And the crowd loved it. Okay. So they didn't care you were nice, you nurse. It was how many mints you can stuff in your mouth that got you the job. Okay. okay. Yeah, exactly. That, that exactly. Sounds, sounds about okay. right. Okay. And did you ever do that in a GM show or on stage? This, uh... I did not. No, nope. that, that was a one-time deal. Okay, but I actually, every time I see those little, what are they called? Starlight mints. I always yeah. think of that day. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, never, you never went pro with this thing? No, take it on the road? I did not. I decided okay. that that wasn't actually... My, my right. best skill. I have many others. Now, how, how long after your interview did you find out where you were going? How long did you have to wait? Weeks? Months? So that day of my interview, they told me that they were going to call me right away. And they wanted me to go to Sandpiper. Or they, no, it wasn't even Sandpiper. It was another village. I don't believe they told me the name, but I had to leave in two days. So the next day they called to say that I would be, you know, they offered me this job. I don't even, I don't think they told me the village. And I said, I need at least two weeks notice because it wouldn't be fair to where I work to leave them short. And I would want to give them two weeks notice. So they said, that was fine. They can guarantee me something in two weeks, but it would be sandpiper. Okay. Now as, a, um, but as an American, as I really didn't want to go to Sandpiper. I was like, no, I, I could go do a travel nurse assignment and make a lot of money. Why would I go to Sandpiper? But I decided to do it and I had an amazing season. So I'm so glad I did. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. As an American who's already been to Turks and Cancun, were you a little disappointed about the Sandpiper? I was. Yeah, I was. Okay. But he explained like, the you know, Turks and Columbus and Cancun, they just kind of pop up quickly and they need to be filled. I also think they have a hard time filling, filling Sandpiper. So I was just, the timing was going to work. I was in a condo with my friend and she wanted to buy out the condo. She was getting married. My car lease was up and... I was just, it's like, it, the timing just perfect. I'm going to Club Med. So I went to Sandpiper. Okay. Since you'd already been to Club Med twice, I'm, I'm guessing you didn't have much uh, culture shock at all because I'm, I'm assuming most of the guests were American anyway in Sandpiper, correct? 
Yes. Well, this summer we had quite a few Europeans, but yes, there were many uh, Americans as well. Now, being a nurse, I'm sure even when I was a GEO, I wasn't sure. Now, I know there's usually two nurses, and if one was working, one had to, the other one had to do arrivals and departures, correct? Like you weren't right, exempt, exactly. you weren't exempt from from shows or anything like that, no, right? We did it all. The nurses, because everyone would think the nurse had the easiest schedule. I'm sure that's what you thought as well. But so all weekend long, whoever wasn't working did village village from like seven or eight a.m. until they had to switch off with the infirmary hours for seven p.m. That's all we did. <laughs> Village Village, and as Joker says, the job so nice, they named it twice. Did you like yes, Village exactly. Village? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I got to meet everyone. I, like, it was like awesome. I knew who I was going to have dinner with, and they would seek me out the rest of the vacation. So actually, I, I mean, it was a long day sitting there, but we always had fun. Now, the, other, fun. the other nurse, I mean, your, your colleague, had she been at Clement, uh, I guess, longer, for, longer than you or she first season? She had done a couple of seasons. Her name was Jerry. I don't know if you know Jerry. She had done a couple of seasons and she was there filling in for the nurse that had done a season there. Um, she was great. She was funny. But then her contract was up and she left. So for a little while, I was the only nurse. Then they find another nurse finally came, which now is like one of my best friends for life. And I, do you want to say who it is? Her first name? As Shara. As Shara. She's, okay. Shout out. we had the like best season together and we're friends still for We'll be friends forever. Now, being a, a nurse, you know, back in uh, back in Connecticut, I guess like we all know what long shifts you do and sometimes double shifts. So the reality of Club Med, you know, seven days a week probably didn't phase you, right? Without a day off? No, I wasn't prepared for like the 1 a.m. Uh, rehearsals. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. My favorite. Now, were you a good dancer before Club Med? I was a terrible dancer. Okay. <laughs> so were you <laughs> but back? somehow, yes. I always... Somehow I fit the costume. So somehow they always needed me to learn the dance because I was someone that would fit the costume that they had. So somehow I found myself in all these costumes. And I think whoever the choreographer was would be ready to pull their hair out with me. But somehow I got it together. <laughs> so you're saying is you look good in feathers, basically. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Now, did you seek out the choreographer or did they find you to do the show? Oh, they found, they would always find me. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to hide in the back, but I'm only 5'5", five, five, and there's a lot of tall geos, so I can never really be in that back row. They always had me in the front. Your first week, did you have any kind of, uh, like, accidents? Like, that GMs, like, were you, or, like, I'm wondering if the accidents only happen later, like, because my first week was, was horrible in terms of accidents. So I was just curious if you were thrown right into, you know, the fire, so to speak, your first week, or Actually, was it okay? Oh, you hit the, like, right on the head, because okay. the first week, it was it the first or second week, we had, they decided they were going to have the fire eating show at the beach, and it was Greg, Greg was my chef de village. Greg he Snyder? Was Greg Snyder. Okay. So he was doing like this fire twirling and then he was going to eat the fire. And me, I'm standing in the background. I don't really know anyone in the village. And I'm thinking, and it's windy. And I'm thinking, this is such a bad idea. Why do they do this? Probably as a regular guest, I would have never thought twice. But me now being the nurse, I'm seeing things differently. And I'm like, this is a really bad idea. Then all of a sudden, I poof, flames come up. And I'm realizing, and then I see it was like teach all of a sudden, like kind of pat out Greg's face. And then I could see them running off. So I went to go see, he had burned like his eyelashes and eyebrows. 
singe them on my on my first week at Clement. Okay. And I'm sure that was probably because of the the wind. I had a similar story with a, with a fire sword and burns the skin off my arm because of the wind. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Boy. Okay. That was a little stressful for my first week, you know, having to treat the chef de village and be sure he's okay. And then he had no eyebrows for a little while, but luckily for him, they grew back. (laughs) Oh, he's a, he's a tough, he's a tough Minnesota boy. If I recall. He is. He is. It didn't even phase him. But I was like, please, let's not do that show again when it's windy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you arrived in May. So I'm wondering where you did. I assumed you did a big, um, what do you call it? July 14th Bastille Day. I don't know if you knew what Bastille okay. Day was. Did you know what was going on? <laughs> I had no idea what Bastille Day was about. I just know, you know, I was getting used to it because we'd already had like the 4th of July. So I was getting used to hurry up and blow up all the balloons the night before, decorate the entire village at one o'clock in the morning and get ready, you know, set all the tables up. So the village would look magical in the morning. So when there was learning about, about like where they would throw the powder at each other. I'm like, wow, this is a crazy day. Uh, I loved it. It was so much fun. I was like, I've never, I mean, I've heard of Bastille Day, but I've never like, I didn't really understand what it was about, but I learned and it was oh so much fun. Especially in a family village with the kids there. Do you recall any, well, actually, but let me change that question. Did you have time to try any new sports like sailing or water ski while you were there? What did you learn? I did. I loved water ski. It was the first time, actually in Turks and Caicos, they used to have water ski in the winter. The first time that I went and I water skied there for the very first time in my life. And I did two skis. I got up and didn't have a chance to go again. So when that was, I was determined I was going to learn how to water ski. Um, and I did water ski and I like learned how to slalom, wakeboard, all of that. And my season, um, Pepe. Pepe was uh, the chief of water ski there. And then I ended up in the water ski show and then trapeze, like I'm big into trapeze and circus. I would do the trapeze show for them. I spent all my free time at trapeze. You recall uh, how difficult it was to start learning one ski or did you get out of the water right away? Oh, yeah. I don't know. One ski was really tough. I remember he would try to throw me a rope and with his hands manually pull me out of the water to teach me how to get up on the one ski. Oh, okay. That's a good idea. Yeah, it was awesome. Now I can do it. Now, uh, yeah, now it's awesome. Oh, good. Did you ever get into the shows? Or is I did. Oh, okay, great. I did. Which, yeah. pas- which passages did you do? I did the pyramid. Okay. Yeah. Five, five or six uh, person? Five. Okay, great. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. I would end up on somehow all the shows. I guess I kept on hoping if I did like the water ski show and the trapeze show that maybe they wouldn't put me in the night show, but they did. (laughs) Okay. Well, now you're in Sandpiper. You're you're not a guest. You're not a GM anymore, Joe. So do you recall any, do you have any favorite dumb questions from that uh, first season? You know, like type type of question, like when's it going to stop raining or did? Oh, that was all the time. When's it going to stop raining? Um, Oh Did you gosh. get any like nurse, nurse dumb questions? Like when GMs, you had to treat GMs at all or? No, not so much in Sandpiper. Definitely in Cancun, much more of those kind of questions. Oh, Cancun really? was like a nightmare for the nurse. That was a very busy nurse village. Sandpiper was pretty easy. It was usually the geo was getting hurt at night versus the guests calling me at night. Um, once in a while I had someone call me, like if their baby was sick and they didn't have Tylenol or thermometer, I would get called, you know, I would do those calls, but usually it was a geo that was injured. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. That happens. <laughs> we had, we had one geo and I still can't believe the phone call. It must've been like 
probably like around four in the morning um, where they would call to wake me up. And they were like, well, you have to come because he really decided he was going to try to scale the building. I'm like, what building? They're like the geo building. And I'm like, why, why would he do that? But here I am in a village full of circus people, right? So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, well, where is he now? They're like, on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> below, the, below the roof. <laughs> They're like, guess what? He couldn't do it. You need to come now. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. And he had. He tried to scale the side of the geo building. At, at night? At night for fun. Oh, of course. For fun. Okay. For fun. <laughs> yeah, that's what you do. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of yeah. always interesting stuff. Now, did you have to eat? Kept me uh, on my toes, which I loved. Being a nurse, did you have to eat uh, meals with the guests three times a day? I did. Or? I did I the did? same. I did the same as everyone else. Did you like that? I did. I loved it. Okay, great. It was a great way, like, you know, to meet people from all around the world. And it was just to find out what was going on in the world. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially like when I was in Cancun, I had no idea what was going yes. on. So yeah. people would go ahead and they would tell you i was like really i had no idea you know back then we didn't have tvs in our room and that's right yeah no idea what was going on do you recall a favorite animation this is a new question i'm introducing do you recall a, a favorite an animation passage from the animator your first season uh, if not, i love the one i love the one where he was painting the sky okay <laughs> who was your who was the animator do you recall oh my god we had fifi and okay. sandpiper okay i believe fifi now, Which I have a funny story. Actually, I have a funny story about Fifi. Oh, tell me. I was just going to ask you for funny stories. So let's go. This, this is Sandpiper. So we used to have Western night, which was like an indoor night. Um, we would set up like all a bunch of like games, Western kind of games for the kids. There'd be like a trivia and they would go to different stations. And it was like heavily raining. And I believe Fifi just wasn't feeling well that night. So they had called me and said that Fifi just like his asthma or he just wasn't feeling well. So mind you, I'm working with Teach as Fifi and then Greg, who's a chef de village. So he really wasn't feeling well at all. So I finally decided that we should probably call the ambulance. So I called 911 and uh, they come and they arrive and they're like, okay, here I am, the nurse. I'm dressed like um, a cowboy. Maybe I was an Indian. I think I was an Indian. And then somebody else was dressed like a cowboy and everyone's dressed like in characters. And they're already looking at us like they're, we're crazy. So they're like, well, who was the manager here? And I was like, well, he's the chief. And, and then Teach starts speaking. He's like, and your name is Teach. And his name is Fifi. Goes, and you're all dressed like Indians and cowboys. <laughs> they looked at me like we were crazy. And after I thought about it, I'm like, this does look a little crazy to the like normal world. So, but he did fine. He was just dehydrated and oh, everything okay, else good, came good. back. But you, <laughs> if you were like the EMS there, you would have been like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, I've got to come for a weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly. We had Teach, we had the chief, we had me being the Indian all dressed up, being the nurse. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. And it wasn't like near October. So it was like, this wasn't like a Halloween party. This was just a crazy theme party. I was going to ask you, how long was your, like, when did you leave Sandpiper? How long did you stay actually from May to? May to October. I was in Cancun for Halloween. I arrived on Halloween. Okay. Now, do you, how can I put this? Just as a side question. Okay, sure. it's a, it's a present day question. Do you have a, a dream where or a same recurring dream where you're back working at Clement? Do you still get all the time? 
Okay. <laughs> are, you, are you working or having fun in the dream? Because I'm working. Are you a guest or are you working? In my dream, it's still yes. me trying to race to get to things, to do things. But I, I know I'm having fun even though I'm working. Okay, good. Okay. Now, did you like Crazy Signs? And if so, did you have a favorite? I did. I like Crazy Signs a lot. Um, I think... I really love the one, and I can't think of the name of it. We did it only in Sandpiper, the one where it moves really, really fast. And it was like something when you're learning it, you have to learn how to make the coffee. Oh, yes. Tahiti, Tahiti, ski, yeah, ski. Exactly. What was yeah. that called? Do I, I don't I don't remember. But yeah, that's one of the first ones I learned and probably the most difficult, right? Because you Right. And memorize. I was so proud of myself yeah. when I learned it. And I could do it so quickly with everyone else. Yeah. But besides that, I think Blame It on the Boogie would be my next favorite. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, when you went to Cancun from Sandpiper, was this um, a request that you made or they needed someone there? They, I got to do my dream sheet at the end of the oh, season. Okay. And Sam and Sandpiper and uh, Greg's like, where do you want to go? You were great. Where do you want to go? Tell me, I'll get you there. And I was like, well, I would love to do like a singles village. And so he's like, okay, which one would you want? And then he was like, you know what? Kevin's going to be in Cancun. And I think you'd be amazing with Kevin. He's like, would you go to Cancun? I'm like, absolutely. And then I was in couple with someone. So I'm like, can he come too? And he was like, you are? He's like, I had no idea. He's like, you did a good job. I did not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, so can job. I bring him? He's like, yeah. He's like, I, you know, yeah, go ahead. We can bring him together. We'll send you guys together. So I got the top of my list. So I was so excited to go to a singles village. Wait, yeah, excited to go to a singles village with a boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> right. I know. Sounds crazy. Yeah. What did he? I guess do? I didn't think that out well. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I did. I did the same thing. I was, uh, you know, I always had a girlfriend in a singles village, and I was completely alone in a family or you know non non kid village. So yeah, I did it backwards. Uh, what did your boyfriend at the time do in Club Med? He started as excursions, and okay. then he went to bank in Cancun. Okay, so that's that's probably an easy placement because there are some couples uh, due to their jobs, their distinct jobs can't go together. But yeah, I guess that's an easy spot to find. Yeah, it was easy. Agreed. Okay, so you arrived for Halloween in Cancun now, and then you did about how many months in Cancun? Well, we were supposed to close for renovation, but they kept us open, so we stayed longer. So I stayed till um, the end of May. Okay, so what was your what was it like working your first Christmas and New Year's? That was hard. Yeah. I Christmas, I kind of, you know, was sad to be away from my family. And it was like, you know, it's hard work Christmas. The holiday weeks are, you know, 24 hours a day. <laughs> yes. While the so, uh, guests are eating, you're usually putting a presence right. in their room. And then you're right. getting ready exactly. for the, the show. And there's so, some sandwiches backstage for you. Yeah. But it was still great. Like I, your, your club med friends become your family. So true. we still got to spend it with my, you know, my club med friends and we were all in the same boat. We all were away from our family. So we had a great time. We made the best of it. We made the best of it. It was, uh, okay. we did a great job. I thought for the holidays for our guests too. So the guests had a great time. We had a great time. My yeah. family missed me. I talked to my family that day. I did call home. Yeah. Now don't you wish maybe, you know, maybe not, you probably wish we don't have, have all the social media we did back then, but don't you wish you had like a, an iPhone and a Wi-Fi hotspot so you wouldn't have to pay so much money to call someone back? It would be so easy. I it would have been so easy to keep in touch. You would feel like you were not that far away. Exactly. It would have been like, 
Yeah. Would have been nice, but it would have changed things too. I mean, I had a million stories to tell all my friends when I came home where you're living there and you're on social media all the time. I guess they see your life day by day. Yeah. And, and even in Cancun, like I had all this film that had to be developed when I came home. Like I didn't even know how great my photos were till I got home and had all my film developed from the season. Yeah. Much different so, yeah. So from Cancun, you went to Columbus, I'm guessing, right? No, from Cancun, I went to uh, Punta Cana. Punta Cana. But for Punta a Cana. Sh- yep. short, short period? I did. Well, I went for until I left the end of July. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to lead up to where, where we will both work together to, at Columbus, but don't remember each other. Yikes. Okay, because yeah, we definitely, uh, they're at the same time, the chief. You mentioned two friends of yours, yes, that I re- definitely recall. Okay, so <laughs> okay, how long? So you were replacing someone in Columbus when you were sent there? I guess they had, they had no nurse, so they needed me to come. Yeah, there was an Italian nurse at one point whose name's escaped. They must have me, left but- for a while. Yeah, I don't know if it was before me or after me. So I um, I came to fill in why they were gone until they were able to get someone. I had left Clement. I thought I was ready to go back to the real world. And the moment I hit the real world, I'm like, eh, no, maybe I'll do something else. And they called right away with the need for Columbus. And I was like, okay, let me pack my bags. And it was just for six weeks. Yeah, I was at, uh, because the nurse nurses station there is at the C-Center. And I was always at the right. C-Center at the gym, working out with Hansel Moss. If you recall the okay. photographer. Yeah. And so, yeah, we definitely, <laughs> yikes. Oh God. I gotta, yeah. I'm going to go through photos after this interview. <laughs> this yeah. is embarrassing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you never know who's going to be in the village when you get there. Like, you don't know if you'll know. Yep. So I got there and immediately saw Devin and Mara. I was like, Hey, I have friends here. So it was a great season, a great short season. Where did Month. you, where, where had you worked with them before? In Cancun. Okay. Now, were you struck by the beauty of Columbus when you arrived and the geo rooms oh and all that? Oh my gosh, it was amazing. Amazing. The beach. Yeah. I always say it's the most beautiful one. And I spent two and a half years there, but I always say Columbus is by far, I mean, it's almost a private beach, right? Because the locals oh. don't, don't go on the beach. So <laughs> yeah, no, it's beautiful. And the food was amazing. Just the decor was beautiful. I had like a nice geo room. Everything was amazing about it. Okay. Injury wise, were there a lot of injuries your six weeks there? No, actually, no. no. Usually the ears, you know, because the diving. So just saw a lot of people for ear complaints and stuff. But really, that was my easiest of all the club meds. Well, I'm glad you weren't there in 96 because I drove the nurse crazy in 96. I was uh, decided to grow up my hair, you know, long blonde hair. And uh, I was in what I call the, um, the awkward stage of growing out your hair where it doesn't look right, mm-hmm. but I, I, I hurt myself. There was this beautiful, you know, everything at Columbus, there's like 1.2 million in artwork. So there was this nice wooden armoire right by the, the, the nurse's uh, door. And I, right. I, I bent over, I came up and I, I split my head, my head, top of my head open. Oh. <laughs> and the, the nurse wanted to shave me for shave my heads a bit. So the doctor could, <laughs> oh, could uh, put stitches and I, I refused because <laughs> oh I was God. growing out my hair. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they, so the, her, French nurse and French doctor, you know, just yelling at me and screaming at me, but they did it. I, they finally let me keep my hair. So yeah, I'm glad that wasn't you then. Okay. No, no, that was not me. But, I, but I we would have remembered each other if that happened. Okay. Yeah, yeah would have remembered each other then. Do you have a, I'm sure you like them all, but is there a, a chief of village that you connected more with? Like, is there one that stands out for um, you more? I think I love Greg. Greg was an amazing Chief of Village. I think he really like appreciated. I feel like a lot of the other the other 
Chef de Blige has never really appreciated what the nurse did because everyone's like, oh, she's just the nurse. Oh, she's just the nurse. But honestly, the nurse has to keep all the sick guests happy. <laughs> like my job would be to like make someone who's not feeling so well still have a great vacation. And it's hard to do that sometimes. And I think he really appreciated it because everyone that went to the infirmary pretty much would write letters saying that, you know, she went out of her way to help us. And he really appreciated it. So when he came down to get the next village, he's like, whatever you want. Like I felt, and he'd always say, you're doing a great job or he stopped by and say hello, check in. So I think he was just because he appreciated me. It was a great building. And all your time at any resort, did you meet any celebrities? I only met David Cassidy. Oh, really? Where? Mm -hmm. And Sandpiper. How was that? It was because I love Sean Cassidy. When I was Uh. like... 10 years old, my room was covered with posters of Sean Cassidy. I, I, I knew I wanted to marry him. So when I met David, I was like, oh, your brother, not, not him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was like, your brother. They love I hearing that. They love, love your yeah. brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, can you call him? He thought it was pretty fun. He thought it was cute. I'm like, I wish your brother came. <laughs> was, was he there just uh, on vacation? He uh, was just David with his family on vacation. Oh, okay. oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. Did you, uh, so you recognized him immediately or someone told you, hey, that's David Cassidy? I think GA told me. Oh, GA, okay. I'm so bad at recognizing. I'm really bad at recognizing celebrities. Like you can be right in front of me and I'm oblivious to it. So I think she had mentioned it and I was like, oh, I need to tell him about Sean. <laughs> yeah, well, when I met my first celebrity at Columbus, I actually thought it was because, you know, Columbus, so many, there's so many repeat visitors to Columbus because they love it. So I thought it was a GM I had seen and because I'd done so many seasons, I said, oh, weren't you here? And they're, they're look, maybe you know me from TV. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just uh, just equated them with a the GM that I kept seeing over and over. <laughs> now, you did have a uh, funny story uh, that because you probably have so many funny stories. But if you can if you can tell the uh, the wet and wild one, I think people will get a kick out of it. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of my uh, geo friends already know this story. But okay, when so- we were when we were in Cancun, they would have a guest would sometimes leave on Wednesdays and they would go to wet and wild, the water park that was there. And when the guests would go there, they were able to buy a bracelet for like $25 and it was open bar, all you can drink and water rides. And again, me as the nurse was like, bad idea. We got all these people drinking on water rides, but it's Mexico and it is what it is. So when, of course it's elegant night, everything for the nurse bad happens on elegant night. So I'd have to go to the infirmary already dressed for the night. So I just closed the infirmary, the hostess desk called and they're like, Kendra, you need to come right away and bring a wheelchair. And I'm like, okay. So I get to the infirmary or to the front hostess desk rather. And there's a van and in the van on the ground is this guy like sprawled out on the ground and they're like, he's yours. And I'm like, oh no, no, he's not mine. He doesn't have a club med bracelet. He's definitely not mine. And I'm like, just go ahead and you can pack him up and you have to take him down to the hospital. And they're like, look, we found his key in his pocket. And I'm like, oh, all right. So they bring him out. And then Kevin was happened to be walking by and he was walking with some of the scuba geos and who were all dressed for the night and, you know, all excited to you know, to meet some girls they were planning on meeting at the bar. And now I'm like, Kevin, I can't do this by myself and get him to the infirmary. So now he assigns the two GOs who are like disgusted that they're going to have to help me get him in a wheelchair. Now the guy is kind of vomiting and they're, they're definitely not nurses. So they're not handling this very well. So they help me get him back to the infirmary. We call the doctor to get an IV in him. And then when he finally wakes up, he tells me about how actually when they dropped him off, they told me they pulled him out of the, the lazy river. 
So when the guy finally wakes up, he said, the last thing he remembers, there was like some other guest from another hotel. And she kept on saying, how much tequila can you drink? So they were at the bar and they were doing shot for shot. And he's like, finally, he said he just gave up. So he went into the river and he like passed out in the river. And he remembers not being able to get himself out and stand up. So he was waving to the lifeguard, but the lifeguard lifeguard just thought he was waving to him. So he'd wave and they wave back. And then he finally just passed out, took a nap and was just collapsed. And then found him at the end of the day. He was where all the tubes get collected for the next day at the very end. And they pulled him out, allowed to call him out. But he was so thankful for the nurse for making him better that the next day he had flowers delivered to the club man to thank me for saving him. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that was very nice. More often than not, people I've I've noticed forget to do that. Um, Oh, at Club Med, honestly, I've got lots of little gifts for thanking. Like people don't expect you to be able to take care of them, I think sometimes. Um, I have another good story about that too. Sure. I don't know if you have time. Yeah, Yeah, let's hear it. So it was New Year's Eve, you know, we're all dressed up. I was nurse on call until seven that night. I closed the infirm. I was just about to close the infirmary, I think. And I had a phone call from reception again. And they're like, oh, you need to come here with a wheelchair, which that's how they always called me. So I went there and there was this guy and he was still in his bathing suit and he was crying and he had like a towel wrapped around his, his foot and, I, and he was German. And I, he was trying to tell me that what was wrong. And so I looked at his foot and I'm like, oh, stingray. And he's like, yes, yes. And he's trying to show me with the tail and I see it and he's crying in pain. So I bring him to the infirmary. And by now, like I've already figured out how to treat stingrays because they're terrible, terrible burning. So I get the hot water for him. I put it in there and he had to get stitches. I mean, it was a bad laceration. He probably had to have like 20 or so stitches and stuff. And now at this point now I've missed dinner because we're in the infirmary with the doctor making him better. And I'm soaking wet now because he's all sandy and dirty and I'm trying to help him. So he gets better. And by the next day, he feels much better. So now 10 years later, I'm in Germany waiting for a flight, my connecting flight. And this guy up to me and I'm traveling with one of my girlfriends and the guy comes up to me and he was like, you're my nurse. And I was like, your nurse? I said, yeah, I'm a nurse. He's like, Club Mad Cancun. He's like, me, baby. Wah, 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 wah. You so pretty. He's like, you saved my life. I was like, wah, wah. And he's like, still trying to show me like the tail of the stingray slashing. And I'm like, oh, I remember you. <laughs> oh, come on. Are you serious? Is the world this small? This, this happened? It is. It, it's oh, so my funny. God. That it is, is so crazy. Funny. It this was is, crazy. This is what? An, an airport in Germany? Where are you riding? Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh boy. It was so funny. Wow. How random is that? Yeah, no, it was awesome. I've heard small stories before, but that one, that's crazy. Okay. That's great. That's great. Wow. Holy yeah. cow. All right. Did you must you must have had a lot of uh, or did you get any scorpion bites when you were in Cancun? We did not. I never had a scorpion bite. Oh really? Okay. Good. Good. Yeah. No, I was lucky for that. We had a lot of um like the the leeches from the lagoon from water yes. ski. Yes. But yeah, that was that was kind of a big complaint Any there. Any tarantula bites in Punta Cana? <laughs> I had that was my deciding day when I left. <laughs> uh, what do you What do you mean? <laughs> I when you, when you saw up. the spiders? Okay. <laughs> no, 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 they were on me. Oh, what? So, yeah, so I had I usually it was so hot there in the summer. Do you did you ever go to Punta Cana yeah, in the summer? Not the oh, summer. So no. hot. Oh, in the summer it's so hot, and our air conditioner wasn't wasn't great at all. 
And I had my hair, I would sleep in my hair like in a ponytail. And I had my hair in a ponytail and I woke up all like sweaty again. I'm like, oh my God, my hair. I thought I put my hair up because I touched my neck and it's like, I could feel hair. And I was like, my hair is up. And GA was my roommate. And I'm like, yay. And all I get up and I look in the mirror and I see this gigantic tarantula on my neck. And I'm like, ah, I start screaming. Like everyone comes running. I I grab it off without even thinking what to do. And uh, we had a can of hairspray in the room and we sprayed them to death with a hairspray. <laughs> okay. Now, okay. You said it was on your neck. So, on my neck. So did you, I, you, I did you, not, get, I did not have a bite. Thank goodness. But you, but you got up while the tarantula was on you and how did you notice it was on your neck? Cause there's, we had like the little, where the, the rooms were so small. Yeah. There was a mirror right there, like over my desk. Okay. And oh. you could see it right away. That was like, what is this? And then okay. I looked. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was like, a deciding factor. I, yeah. I, like, I think I'm done. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, boy. And uh, GA, I guess, got off okay. She never got bit, I guess. <laughs> no, 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 no. We just sprayed them to death. Okay. You, you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't do the hairspray and the lighter thing like I see in movies, did you? Make no, no, flame, no. Flame if, if, we, okay. if we had a lighter, we would have. Okay. <laughs> Now, of all your seasons, I usually ask this question near the end. Do you have a, a magical season? By that, I mean, is there one that stands out so much? Usually for people, it's their first one because, you know, it was the first one. Or is that you like them all the same? Or, you know, or just you describe them in different ways. But do you have one that you would put above all the others? I think it would be Sandpiper, even though it's right here in the United States. I met like the most amazing people, my best friends for life. Like I'm still in touch with so many of the geos from my first season. It was just, it was like you said, magical right from the time, you know, even before I arrived in the village on the bus on the way to the club mat, I met someone and it was just, it was just a great season. And we all remain very, very close. And sometimes actually like I, I wasn't connected with someone and then I arrive at an XGO reunion and then I see that person uh, and we reminisce and now we're in touch again. They were just, it was a great season. I worked with great people that season. They really helped me adapt to the club med world by right here in the United States before I had the culture shock of going to another country, I think. Okay. And uh, we also have to give a shout out because I promised him uh, we have a mutual friend that um, he's kind of recruited you to be on this podcast, Tim. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You met Tim at a, at a, res- a resort, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I met Tim at a geo reunion back in, I think it was like 2010. Oh, in Cancun. God, don't say that. No. no. Okay. I was there too. Oh, this is awful. <laughs> yeah, I, went, I went to the one in 2008 and 2010. Yikes. Okay. All right. This is horrible. Okay. <laughs> I'm a bad person. Or I'm just going to blame it on the beer. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, we're, we're, we're both going to go through our photos and then find that, find each other. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Exactly. That's, that's my right. promise to you. Now you ready for one, one last question? Sure, of course. Okay. If uh, anyone listening to this uh, is thinking about, you know, starting at Clement or applying, should they do it? Absolutely. It w- I hope my kids do it. I hope my kids after college, they take a, a year to figure out what they're going to do in their life. And I hope they do it. Absolutely. It was the best experience in my life. Well, there you have it, everyone. I really want to thank you uh, today, Kendra, for coming on and sharing your story with us. I really, really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me. It was great to talk about the good old days. I loved it. And that was Kendra from Connecticut. I will see you all next week. Say bye, Kendra. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.